Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following content is not suitable for children. So we're going to talk about sex during a woman's period. <laughs> Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. For a great personal lubricant, please check out uberlube.com. And use the coupon foreplay to support us at the podcast. Thanks. Before we start, George, I want to talk a little bit about the retreat because that is coming up. Just keep talking about whatever else you want to talk about. (laughs) Just keep talking about whatever else I want to talk about. Okay. Well, Well, this is the typical avoidance of of men want to talk about periods, I guess. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, so we want to just, yeah, we'll we'll talk about other stuff. (laughs) 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 Well, again, we're we're meeting with people on February 5th. We've got a lot of signups. We're excited about seeing you guys. Uh, You don't have to, you know, actually show your face on Zoom if you don't want to. We think it's normal and natural to want to talk about sexual intimacy and that's what great sex and great love is all about on the 5th. So you can go to our website, foreplayradiosextherapy.com to sign up. And I think we have you paying by Venmo, although we've made special arrangements. If you don't have Venmo, you can come pay. It's four fifty now because we are past our early bird. But we would love to have you join us and talk to you then. And now back to George talking about periods. So what, what do you think? Of, what, what, what do you hear? What do you hear? <laughs> Would you listen to this guy? What do you hear about from men and from women when they tell you about, you know, she's on her period and what he thinks about that or what, I mean, what do you think men even know about periods? I think that's like the period that ends the sentence. That's where (laughs) men want to stop the conversation. Just hear the word and and just be done with it, which really is unfortunate. So I I am looking forward to this. To this episode and just I think it's a bad combination to have a real negative connotation around something mm. that isn't really accurate yeah. and then have no co- communication about it. So you're never going to change that. Right. So no wonder why for centuries it's been this way. Yeah. And, you know, it's we really need to change that. 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's a long history, right, about women being unclean when they're on right. their periods. I think in earlier cultures, they didn't exactly understand what was happening. I mean, blood is kind of scary, and you know, they didn't know where it was all coming from. So there were a lot of reasons I think that other cultures interpreted it differently. But certainly, blood that comes out is not unclean. It does come, just for the record, you know, it comes from the uterus when an egg is not fertilized. A woman sheds the blood of the inner part of her uterus, and that's what comes out. And it's natural. It's fine. It's um, normal. I think, you know, one of the things that I'm always curious about is there are mood and sexual fluctuations during the, uh, a woman's menstrual cycle. And I'm always curious that men don't track that. I mean, first of all, mm. he can't take advantage of the parts of the cycle where she's kind of feels more sexual. And then he isn't prepared necessarily for the mood changes that sometimes happen. A lot of women, you know, because of our fluctuation of estrogen and progesterone and our lack of testosterone. Testosterone steadies men. It makes them, it's a mood stabilizer, especially just for the record, like when I have a guy who comes in who's depressed, sometimes, you know, I check his testosterone or I have his testosterone checked because if it's low, he's more susceptible to mood disorders. And with testosterone, with women having so little of it, and then these waves, of course, they go through mood problems when she's at different points in the cycle. Um, do you know, George, just for the record, when a woman might feel the most sexual desire on her cycle? This is a test. And I failed it miserably. <laughs> Poor George. Just before ovulating. Yes, you're right. Just before ovulating, she's going to feel a maximum amount of desire. And a lot of women feel a lot of desire like the day before she starts her period. So partly what is interesting, you know, ovulation, obviously there's an evolutionary kind of reason that she would feel more desire at ovulation, you know, because she's going to want to do it and make those babies. But right before her period starts, she does sort of gain water weight. Her pelvis also gains kind of gets more congested with blood and water weight. And that heavy feeling can actually make her feel horny and mm -hmm. can, can give her a better orgasm. So oftentimes there's like great mind-blowing orgasms the day before you start your period. And then frequently that contraction that happens with orgasm brings on the period. So it's because women's uterus often contracts during an orgasm. So, I mean, something that men ought to track and trace. Not everybody's regular, but a lot of women are. Well, I think a lot of men need to change their relationship to periods. So, I mean, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for periods. Right. So, I mean, how do we, how do we have gratitude and honor, you know, what, what this is doing for us? And I have a friend and colleague Reverend Susan Calhoun, who we've had this big conversation around periods. And, you know, it, it's, it's such a privilege to just not want to talk about it. Something <laughs> that's so relevant that happens every month that's going to impact everybody in the family. Yep. And yet most couples never even talk about it. So how do we start seeing the opportunities to really have these conversations to when we talk about so often in this podcast, best sex, right? How do we mm -hmm. include the, the body, the heart, 
the the spirit, the thinking. Like we're trying to get higher levels of engagement. Mm-hmm. Right. This is another <laughs> great vehicle on which to kind of increase levels of engagement within a couple. I love what you're saying. How do we get there? How do we do it? And I would say a lot of women do track their cycles. So it's circled on their calendar when they're expecting their next period. Um, I I would suggest that men ask their wives or uh, partners, you know, tell me about your period. Are you regular? That's That's a really important question. And it's a biological, physiological question. Most women... Classically, it's a lunar cycle, which means it's every 28 days. The way the moon goes through its full cycle in 28 days, a woman actually goes through her cycle in 28 days. But learning, like your partner, what her normal cycle is, you know, because sometimes for some women it's a normal cycle might be 31 days or it might be short or, you know, there's there's all kinds of variations and they mean different things. If she's regular... It doesn't really mean much if she's a little bit long or a little bit short, but irregular cycles can mean things. I tried this because I, I typically was raised in a family that never talked about it. Oh, so yeah. I had three sisters and oh, a mother and was never talked about. Oh. So obviously I wind up doing the same thing in my relationship. So as I've started to look more into this, you know, I remember last month I said to my wife, so how is your period going? Like, I just want to show interest now. She yeah. looked at me like I had two heads. Like, who is this guy? Right? This is just something we normally would never talk about. Yeah. But again, this is like, why do we not talk about this? If this is mm-hmm. something that's really impacted her day, why not show that I want to just check in to see how that's going? And if there's any way I can help or, you know, just to give her a sounding board if she wants to talk about it. I I love that you did that. That's awesome. I, I, too, in a family, I was raised with brothers and kind of taught that it was, like, shameful that you didn't mm-hmm. let your brothers or your father, God forbid, know about your that you were on your period. So all the supplies had to be hidden. The results of the supplies had to be hidden and kind of masked over. Um, so nobody was supposed to know. When, when I had a child, my first baby... After childbirth, you also essentially bleed. You have like a period. And my stepmother said, you know, is there anything we can get you at the store, honey? And I said, you know, sure. And she said, but just don't tell us to buy any feminine supplies because it would embarrass your father. And and I'm like, you know, gosh, I'm 30 years old. You know, my dad, he doesn't know this about childbirth. He doesn't know this about women or Somehow or another, it's embarrassing. And, and I would say young women, too. Another important question is to ask your wife or your partner, tell me about your first period. Tell me what you felt as you were developing, as the first time you had a period. Because it, it's often a really important moment in many ways. Sometimes women are deeply embarrassed. Girls are deeply embarrassed because we really consider the period the moment when a girl becomes a woman. And so, so there's a transition, and she may or may not be developing breasts at that point. Oftentimes, women start their period when they break 100 pounds. And unfortunately, with childhood obesity, women are starting their periods earlier and earlier. So we need to have these conversations with our daughters much earlier. 
that that's one thing. But but that moment I think is really important. You know, where were you? Do you remember? What did you do? Did you have supplies ready? Did your mother talk to you? Mm-hmm. Had you already been told this was going to happen? Was it a surprise? I, I I have said this on the podcast before, but just my mother told me about starting a period very young because she had a trauma. She had started her period in school and had not known what it was. So you can imagine this thing happening to you and not knowing what's what where all this blood is coming from. And oftentimes you, it's accompanied by cramps, so you, you don't feel that good. You know, your body is cramping, you have blood. Eh, you know, it's traumatic. So let's come back and talk more about I appreciate this isn't just a guy problem, right? It's it's a cultural problem that, that women are, are taught not to talk about this and feel all shame and feeling dirty. And like, yeah. there, there's a lot of hangups around something that's really beautiful, healthy, and natural that and, we really got to find a way of talking more about. Right. And it's a father problem, right? I mean, fathers should know how to celebrate this in their daughters in an appropriate way that rejoices over her development. Okay, let's come back and talk some more about periods. George, I want to talk to you about Uberlube. I've had two people call me about it that have started using it. And one of them was a girlfriend who said, I have menopausal pain. It is just a big problem. And she started using Uberlube, no pain. And then a patient told me that she had pain intermittently with sexual intercourse, and she couldn't depend on her own natural lubrication. So she started using Uberlube like I told her to every single time. Don't mm-hmm. trust at this point that your body will do everything it needs. Just use it. You know, it's fun. It's extra. She's using it. No sexual pain. Starting to really enjoy sexual intercourse. So I'm excited about this product. I have used it for years and recommended it for years to couples. It helps with the experience, especially if there's any kinds of problems and just for fun. That's right, Lori. Whatever we can do to increase our pleasure and connection, use all those tools. And Uber Lube is a great way of enhancing that emotional bond. It's a good lubrication and most people, it helps with touching right in the beginning. It's it's important to make sex as pleasurable as possible. So Uberlube, you know, silicone-based, doesn't stain anything. You want to wipe off your sex toys if you use it with that, though. And it's clear. It's a great bottle. Uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Give us a G-spot. All right. If a couple is not able to hold on to their vulnerability then that is a sign of the process telling us that they need to go back and really understand more about their mistrusts and the good reasons they're protecting themselves. An important correction from Addy, Flabanserin, tablets for oral use. You may have heard a radio ad about Addy that FDA believes is false or misleading that discussed benefits of using Addy and didn't include the most important information about Addy and suggested that Addy is approved for all women frustrated by their low libido. The correct message is as follows. Addy is for premenopausal women with hypoactive low sexual desire disorder with acquired generalized HSDD who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past and who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, 
problems in a relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to improve sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcohol drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescription, over-the-counter, or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy, even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. See full PI, including box warning at addy.com slash PI, or call 844-PINK-PILL. Continuing our conversation on periods. For so many, periods and sex are like, they don't mix. Like, we don't even think about it. Let's just shut it off for that week. And, you know, if that's what people choose, that's, that's totally fine. But we also want to open up that space to say, hey, what is the intimacy, the connecting, the bonding? This could be a really incredibly emotionally bonding time for a couple. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If they can have conversations, that they can be more creative. So what do you think, Lori? What can couples do around their intimacy and sex during this time? Yeah, I think it is an important conversation to have. I think men and women have some resistance often to having sex during their period. I mean, for some, it's no big deal, you know, that sex is messy. I mean, you think about if you're a woman and you've had sexual intercourse, there's ejaculate inside you that has to come out, you know, so that's kind of messy. It could be on the sheets. It could be on your underwear. It could be coming out the next day. You know, you could be feeling that. So as a woman, you, you understand sex is messy. Maybe as a guy, not quite as understanding about that aspect of it, you know, and if you have your period, I think some women say, you know, oh, I just, uh, I don't feel well. So that's one resistance and that's fine. You know, I'm not saying have sex when you don't feel well, but I think they're worried about the shame aspect. Oh, I'll get blood on his penis and he's going to freak out. And so they don't want to do that because they're afraid of how he'll feel about it. One of the things that happens too for women after they start their period is actually a drop in estrogen. And so ironically, they, they might need more lubricant. So again, we recommend uberlube.com with the coupon for play. It is a great lubricant. It's silicone too. So it, it is not sort of easily water soluble, which is great. So you might want to think about that. Yeah. I find it helpful. We talk a lot about cycles, right? The pursuer, the withdrawer. Mm-hmm. How does the couple see the menstrual cycle as their cycle, not her cycle? Yeah, like This is exactly. something that they, they do together. Like maybe she needs more reassurance, more comforting, more nurturing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she, you know, the sex is going to turn towards masturbation if they don't want to have intercourse. Like how does the couple recognize, especially this is a really vulnerable time. Yeah, I agree. You know, this is, you said she might be having cramps. She might be not feeling so great about herself. Like couples are not just there for each other when it's perfect. They want to be there for each other when, when each other's down and not feeling so great. So wouldn't this be a, a fantastic opportunity for vulnerability for couples? Yes, to talk about how or what they want to do when she's on her period. Uh, I get accused of saying that 
sex solves everything. And and I will say, orgasm does help with menstrual cramps. That's proven. You so, just had to slip that in. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and when you say masturbation, I'm assuming that you're talking about shared mutual masturbation where exactly. they're touching each other or each of them is touching themselves, holding each other, or some way that they're experiencing sexual stimulation while she's on her period but not having sexual intercourse. Um, right. You know, well, how many couples are, say the husband is is frustrated because they wants to have an orgasm but can't, and then the wife is feeling guilty, and now it's creating a divide between the couple. Or she's you know, feeling relief. <laughs> relief or whatever it is around <laughs> right. that negative cycle. Right. right. But how does the couple then – have that conversation like it's okay if he masturbates with her and she doesn't if that's ends with both of them hugging each other and feeling closer together like what's stopping couples from being more creative during this time instead of just leading to the same old monthly frustration with each other you know sometimes you frame this as a question i gotta say i feel like i gotta have the answer (laughs) i'm not exactly sure what stops (laughs) not really but i'm not sure what stops them i i think what you're talking about is just the discussion and saying, hey, especially if it's, if it's not a complaint. You know, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling desire. How would you feel about holding me while I do me? Or do you have any energy to help me get to orgasm? Or can we kiss? A, a lot of women, you know, they love oral sex. And so they're like, okay, can't have oral sex during my period. They think they would never try that. But it's like, you know, she could take a shower, put in a fresh tampon, and she could have oral sex or she could receive oral sex, you know, if he was cool with that. I think there a discussion about it, like you said, would be wonderful. So maybe the first question is, how do you feel about sexual intercourse on your period? Or how do you feel about sexual intercourse on my period? Right? Just mm-hmm. let's just start there. And what is the what is the concerns? Let's say that, you know, one or the other of them is worried. She's like, oh, you know, I don't want to get this sheets all messy. That's disgusting. Forget that. You know, put down a towel, girlfriend. It would not be that bad. But may- maybe start there. What else would they say? This is a great time for non-sexual touch. If she doesn't want to have an orgasm, there's a lot of shame attached to it, but she doesn't feel so great about herself. That would be an amazing time for her partner to give her non-sexual touch and just say, it's okay. You know, I want you to be alone. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Instead of always being alone with those feelings. That's the opportunity Mm -hmm. during these periods. Yeah. I think, too, one of the complaints I hear from women so often is, I don't want to have sex because I feel fat when I'm on my period. Because women do gain up to maybe five pounds when she's on her period, just water weight. And that feeling of I'm not acceptable because I'm up five pounds. He doesn't think I'm sexy. And, you know, he may not be able to tell whatsoever that she's up five pounds, but she may subjectively feel like she's not sexy at that point. So I think that's a good point to talk about. Also, if I were a man, I would be so reassuring during that season. You know, like, honey, you're hot. You look great. So there's like an emotional containment around Mm -hmm. what might be these typical feelings that she has about her body during this time. It's so good. And non-sexual touch is, is wonderful. I mean, foot rubs, back rubs, just lying together naked, you know, that might be great. Well, why let this menstrual cycle 
create inevitable distance every month. Mm-hmm. If couples can learn to prevent that distance, right? And that's what this container is. This, you know, we we still can connect. We still need each other. We still, you know, are being vulnerable. We're heading towards each other. And then after maybe that period cycle ends, now they're, they're probably in a very different place. They don't have to bridge all that distance mm-hmm. if they're choosing not to have sex during that period. I think the most powerful thing that I've heard you say this episode is it's not her cycle, it's our cycle, right? It's the man and the woman's cycle. And if they approach it as this is something that happens to us, to our bodies, and happens to our sex life, and let's think about it as something that we're dealing with. You know, also, uh, just the last point, yes, women can feel moody during that time. And extra nurturing emotionally, you know, like, what can I get for you? What can I do for you? Can, you know, hugs and holding and touching and maybe words of appreciation. You know, I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, I'm married to you. I'm, I think you're beautiful. You know, I appreciate all that you do for our family. I appreciate that this is what brought our babies into the world. I appreciate that you labored for us and look at what your body can do, how powerful it is. I think a lot of women also, you know, childbirth changes the body and having your husband who you, those are his children, appreciate that, you know, would be really helpful as just a result well, of I, periods. I got to give credit to Suzanne for that one. I would have never had these conversations a couple of years ago, so I should give credit to you for this podcast and causing me to talk about things <laughs> I normally don't talk about. But that really does unite a couple instead of turning against each other and not talking about things. To me, the worst thing is the lack of communication because then it can never be repaired. It's just Mm -hmm. an inevitable once a month thing that's going to happen. If couples can unite, this is their cycle, then it don't have to separate them. And it really can totally change the game plan around how couples experience this, this period. Yeah, absolutely. There was I'm using that word period interchangeably. <laughs> period insight. You're doing good, G. Uh, <laughs> there was this book I read. Um, it was about Jewish culture, Old Testament times. It was called The Red Tent. And The Red Tent was this fantasy book about that women would actually take each other into the red tent and nurture them, give them space, you know, let them have their emotions with a group of people who all understood. And I'm like, that's what ought to happen. You know, it, it ought to be celebrated. And instead of, I need to get away from my family because I'm a witch, it's like my family needs to see that I have need. You know, I have need of their tenderness. I have need of extra care during this season and, and a little bit of extra grace, right? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be more emotional. You know, I may snap a bit and just not never tell a woman – this is this is a good point. Never tell a woman, you know, are you on your period? Is that why you're mad? Or that would be really dumb to say that. But just kind of holding in your heart, oh, you know, that's right. Because I know now that I'm a man and I'm tracking her cycle, you know, it's five days before her period. She's probably going to start feeling her emotions and maybe giving some space for that. That would be lovely. We have big dreams on this podcast. We're not just here to entertain. We want to change the world. And just think how different the world would be if that would happen. 
if we would reduce the shame around this topic and actually united couples and families to see this as healthy and beautiful and something to celebrate. We all win from those conversations. And all it takes is that facing the awkwardness of all the years of muscle memory not to talk about it. So turn towards your partner if if you're a female having your your period. How do you actually not face it alone Mm -hmm. and have a conversation? It all starts with that conversation. I love that. Uh, that that would be a good thing to tell your partner about it, to tell them maybe how you feel and as a partner to ask your partner about their feelings in their body and in their minds and hearts and what they go through. And how does this not also tap into the spiritual element around intimacy? We're going to have a whole other podcast on that one. Yeah. I mean, this is a life-giving force, right? I mean, it it has a spiritual component. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks for listening today. We encourage you to have this conversation. Thanks for listening to us talk about periods. Keep it hot, y'all. Very excited, Lori. uh, Upcoming couples retreat weekend. Great (laughs) love, great sex. What an opportunity for couples to work on that sexual and emotional cycle. I know. I'm so excited we get to partner together to actually teach and share with couples. It's going to be on Friday, February 5th, and we're really encouraging you to take the weekend away together to do this material with us. We're going to have interactive parts, talking about the emotional connection, the cycle, asking your partner questions. We'll have little breakouts. We're going to keep it fun, keep it hot. It's going to be a fast day. We'll start at 10 a.m. on Eastern Standard Time, February 5th. Great love, great sex. Find us on the website, foreplayradiosextherapy.com, and sign up. We don't give many guarantees, but if you show up for this retreat, you will have conversations you've never had with your partner before. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-4PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.